Hi, this is Hannah Harlow, Assistant Director of Marketing here at HMH, and I'm here with Tova Mervis, author of the novels The Ladies Auxiliary, The Outside World, Invisible City, and now a new memoir, The Book of Separation. Hi, Tova. Hi, Hannah. Tova, almost three years ago exactly, you published an essay in the New York Times called Divorcing My Husband and My Faith. Can you tell us about that essay and what the response to it was? I wrote an essay about my experience of having an Orthodox Jewish divorce ceremony, which was an ancient, highly scripted ritual, which was the way to officially end a marriage in the world in which I had lived. In the essay, I wrote about how I followed the minute details of the ceremony, and in that process, I came to understand that I was leaving not just a marriage, but really a religious world. The ceremony for me was really the end of my willingness to stay inside a religious world in which I didn't fully believe. The essay was published in the New York Times and was widely shared, and it became one of the most emailed essays of the day, but I wasn't aware of that at the time. I didn't know when the piece was going to run, and I happened to be in a Costa Rican rainforest that week with very little email access. And just before the piece went up on the site, I heard that it was about to run, and if I've learned one thing, it's that when you put your most private story in the New York Times, a rainforest with no internet access is not the worst place to be. But once I was back, I saw that my inbox was flooded with emails, from family and friends, of course, but mostly from strangers. I had hundreds of emails from people who'd read the essay, men and women, old and young, from all different religious backgrounds, who wanted to share their stories with me of either leaving a marriage or leaving a religion, or stories about neither, but about undergoing some sort of painful transformation. It was the most moving experience I'd had as a writer, When I was writing the piece, I was so nervous about putting my most personal, private knot of pain into the world. But in the response, I came to realize anew how people respond to that kind of vulnerability. By being honest about my own story and being willing to share it, allowed other people to be honest and share their stories also. That's awesome. And and that essay was the beginning of what would become the book of separation, right? Can you talk a little bit about what the book explores? Yeah, that was, it was I think, what the experience that made me realize I did have the courage to write a memoir. And, you know, the colloquial term for a Jewish divorce is a get, but the biblical term is called a safer kritut, which translates as a book of separation. And I thought a lot about how in a religious ceremony, everything was so scripted. The document had to follow this exact legal formulation. I had to stand in a certain way and, and take hold of this document in a very specific way. And... I thought a lot about how in ritual there's so many rules, but in life it's always more complicated than that. There's no one story of why we need to leave, no one marriage, no one experience of faith. And I decided I wanted to write my own book of separation, my own version of this ancient document. And so the book of separation follows this first year of my leaving my marriage and this religious world. And it explores what it means to leave away a life that's so scripted and mapped and instead to enter into a world where there were so, many, so, fewer, so far fewer expectations and rules and try to build a life in a new way. It's a book about letting go and a book about learning to live with uncertainty. I think it's also a book about parenting when there are no easy answers. And it also becomes a love story about entering into a new relationship, one in which there was more room for me to be who I really was. You talked a little bit about um, what people responded to in the essay and, and the different responses you got from different people. And for the 
memoir, you're also exploring separating from your husband and your faith, as you just said, and being a parent. So what do you hope people take away from reading the memoir? I feel like at its core, it's really a book about change, about what happens when we feel a painful need to change parts of our lives. For me, that idea felt unfathomable for a very long time. I felt like nothing could ever change. Because change is scary. All change comes with loss. It's scary to leave what's secure and unknown. But I think it's a book really about what happens when you are ready to make a change and are ready to, to do something different than what was always expected of you. And I think also it's a book about fear, about how to overcome fear. For me, I had a terrible fear of driving and overcoming that is a part of the book. But I think maybe most of all, the book is about overcoming the fear of facing parts of ourselves that scare us, about being willing to sort of let our lives look different than we always imagined they would be. A phrase I've heard you use when talking about the book is late doubt. Can you talk about that idea? And um, can this book be seen as a sort of midlife coming of age? Definitely. Um, you know, it's funny, late doubt is a phrase I've heard in my head over the years. I was raised with the idea that you were supposed to know exactly who you are at a very young age. I was raised in a very particular religious world. I stayed inside. I got married at a very young age to someone from a very similar background. And I started to raise my kids in that world. And I chafed sometimes at the rules. I was bothered by what I saw as the limitations of that world. But I didn't act on it because I knew that to do so would upend the foundations on which my life was built. I wanted safety and security and certainty. I, I hoped that those, those doubts would go away. If I pushed the questions aside, I thought somehow I could make it through unscathed. But one of the things I've learned is that those hard questions don't go away, and no one really gets to make it through unscathed. Sooner or later, we have to face those hard questions. And for me, as I got older, I felt that religious doubt grow stronger, and it became too hard to ignore. I was, became ready to face the questions I had about my marriage and about my sense of faith. And I was ready to question the assumptions I had about how my life was supposed to look. And so I guess definitely this book is a midlife coming of age. We don't all come of our age, we don't all come of age in our early 20s. We don't all come of age just once. Maybe we're always in the process of coming of age again and again as we encounter new experiences and undergo new challenges and grow in different ways. So, Tova, you've written three novels before this. How was writing this memoir different from writing your novels? Both much easier and much harder. Um, it felt very different. In writing a novel, I feel like my job is to create a world from scratch. Even when I'm pulling on real-life situations or exploring, to some extent, things that had really happened, I feel like my job is to make up this world that didn't, didn't quite exist as I'm portraying it. And in memoir, I feel like I wasn't really creating a new world, but I was trying to really deeply investigate the world I inhabited. I knew, of course, the characters and the plot. I already knew what happened, but I felt like my task was to really examine what really happened. What is this about? What, what does this story mean to me? What have I learned and how have I changed? And yet, for all the ways they are different forms, the similarities were, were striking. When I write fiction, I'm interested in going beyond the facade. One of the things I love about reading and writing is that we get to go inside people's heads. 
beyond what people say publicly, behind the masks, behind the facades of how we're supposed to appear to each other. And the pleasure of entering a character is that we get to see life in all its messiness, what people really think, what things really feel like. And what moves me to write and to read is the chance to enter into these experiences that other people have, to really explore the question of what does it feel like to be someone else. I suppose with memoir, it's really the same thing, except the tables are turned. Not what did it feel like to be someone else, but to convey to my reader what it feels like to be me. But I have the same goal, that desire to write honestly and to go deeply inside that experience. I felt very nervous as I wrote this book. Writing memoir feels very vulnerable. There's not that shield anymore that fiction allows. And in this book, I certainly feel more naked than I do in anything else I've written. And every day when I started writing, I sort of get myself set up in front of my computer, filled with the anxiety of, oh my God, why am I putting this out in the world? But the way I was able to calm myself and really write was to say this little phrase in my head over and over again, you know, write honest, write true. And that sense of wanting to be truthful about what it means to doubt your own life, to feel like you're not living inside the marriage, that really allows you to grow, to want to live in a life that feels more authentic to who you are. I wanted to really honestly convey those things in this book.